0: Navigate Oklahoma, a podcast geared towards helping you navigate to and through everything that is Oklahoma transportation.
1: Welcome to this edition of Navigate Oklahoma. I'm Jessica Brown, the Director of Strategic Communications for Secretary of Transportation Tim Gatz. Today's episode will focus in on our condition of bridges throughout the state. I have with me the ODOT chief engineer, Brian Taylor, who knows everything when it comes to our bridges. And When we talk about bridges and ODOT's responsibility, we're talking about our almost 6,800 bridges. We're not talking about county or city bridges. Those are completely different, not under our jurisdiction.
0: Correct, and thank you for this opportunity. Very happy to be here. So ODOT has 6,800 bridges. We can; Those are within our jurisdiction, and those are our responsibility. There's another 16,000 bridges that are on the local system, and those are maintained by city and county. Uh, they are separate than ours. Thank you for that distinction, absolutely.
1: And another distinction that we're quite proud of here at ODOT is that we are ranked number seventh nationally for the number of structurally efficient our good bridges. (laughs) It wasn't too long ago that we were number 49th, but we have done a tremendous job of going in there, really putting a lot of effort and time and money into making our bridges safe for motorists.
0: Yeah, thank you for the question. Uh, There's a great story to tell. And the story kind of goes back to 2002. In 2002, a barge hit the I-40 Weber Falls Bridge. As a result of that bridge hit, we put a lot of traffic on our off-system, our non-interstate, non-told interstate, and they were traveling on our state highway and U.S. highway, non-interstate roads, and the condition of our bridges became uh, front and center. We were putting all that traffic, all that weight on our bridges at the same time we were doing everything we could to keep those bridges in the air. We had people working underneath those bridges 24 hours a day, uh, whether they were building false work to help support the bridge or making uh, metal repairs or patching. Uh, we did everything we could to maintain those detours. As a result of that, a lot of attention, our bridges became front and center. And because of the result of the bridge conditions becoming front and center, that happens to be the same year that the first eight year plan was put together. And the eight year plan purpose was, is that we address our most critical, our highest priority uh, projects within the state of Oklahoma and we do it in a data driven manner. Uh, That first eight year plan included 140 load posted bridges. Those were all the bridges that were posted across the state at this time. Not only was that a big deal for the commerce of the state of Oklahoma being an agricultural state, being the crossroads of America, it was important to not only the communities to get crops to market or uh, we are producing state to get what we produce out. But that first eight year plan, Laid the plan in place that we have took advantage of. As a result of that plan, in the condition of our bridges, the legislature recognized it and they stepped up, and they stepped up by creating the roads fund. And not only creating the roads fund, but over time they continued to o- appropriate money to the roads fund. And today our cap is 590 next year, uh, and it started out at 100. And so we've come a long way, a hundred million, and we thank them for that, and we thank them for recognizing the need, but with that came promises. And our promises were, if you help us with this, we will reduce the number of structurally deficient bridges in the state of Oklahoma to less than 1% by the end of the decade. In 2002, we had 1,168 structurally deficient bridges. 1,168 at the time and today, As we sit here today, we have 54. That tells a story, but there's even more story to tell because not only did you do your math, did we take care of that, we did others. We have repaired or replaced over 1,600 bridges within the state of Oklahoma within our eight-year construction work plan. We've also addressed bridges as part of our asset preservation plan, and certainly we work on them daily with our routine maintenance. Great question.
1: But we're not stopping there. We have our newest eight-year construction work plan and we have uh, almost 90 bridges each year that are going to be touched in some way through that eight-year plan.
0: What we're dealing with is is 6,800 bridges. Of those 6,800, this year over 1,254 of them are 80 years or older. The average lifespan of one of our bridges is 75 years. So we have a lot of bridges that have exceeded their design life. That number continues to rise. So in 2028, that number is 1,400. So as we continue to make progress with the replacement and repair of bridges, the average age of our bridges continues to rise over 80 years old. And so although we have a rope around it, the problem's not solved. And you can look at this year's 2022 uh, to 2029 eight-year construction work plan, and there's 682 bridges within that work plan. And you mentioned we have to keep 90 bridges. There, there needs to be 90 bridges addressed per year just for us to stay where we are. Number seven this year, we hope to keep improving. Governor's initiative, top 10 state. Appreciate his interest and certainly appreciate uh, his support. We're not done. And you mentioned that and we have a long road in front of us, but we leverage all our programs, whether they are the eight year construction work plan uh, funded at 7.7 billion over the next uh, eight years or the asset preservation plan, which we do uh, smaller projects, but certainly significant heavy construction, whether it be a deck repair or beam repairs or repair to substructure, sometimes some replacements. Uh, with our asset preservation plan. And we also address needs of at rest bridges, whether that be replacing joints or making other repairs. And we fund it at 40 million a year. And then you have routine maintenance. And routine maintenance is what we do every day. Whether it's going out washing uh, the salt off our bridges, because salt is not our friend. It deteriorates bridges. It's really difficult when you have a lot of bridges over 80 years old, and we're a heavy freeze-thaw state. A lot of freeze-thaws take place, we use a lot of salt, and that salt uh, takes a toll on our bridges. So yes, we have a rope around it, but no, we're not done.
1: And we have uh, bridge inspectors who go out, they're they're on the road continuously looking at bridges, a cycle of every two years at least, at the minimum every two years. Uh, We have a bridge that's quite iconic here in Oklahoma, the Bridgeport Bridge. Is that correct? Is that how you say that? Absolutely, okay. the
0: Bridgeport Bridge. It's it's probably the most iconic bridge in the state of Oklahoma in that it was in the grapes of Wrath. It's the bridge that grandpa was buried on the west side of the road. And it is also mentioned in cars, the cartoon, real popular cartoon. But it is a bridge that was built in the 30s. And it's a 38-span pony truss. Real beautiful bridge, iconic even have it as a screensaver. So it's something, and we're excited about it. There's there's excitement in that we're going to be fixing this bridge. We're going to be repairing it where it will serve us well into the future. To this point, we've been spending a lot of money just to keep it in the air. Over 1,600 repairs have been done to that bridge. It's weight limited now, but the good news is it's, it's on an upcoming letting. And we're going to be replacing it and even bigger news is is we're going to have it completed in time for the centennial and hope for it to be a big part of the state highway 66 celebration
1: that's awesome so what is next for bridges in oklahoma
0: so what's next we need to continue our emphasis but we need to keep looking at innovative ways uh, that we can build bridges whether it be different materials different concrete Uh, different beams and we're just now starting to uh, make use of prefabricated panels Uh, so they arrive at the bridge of almost a prefabricated deck as opposed to everything being cast in place. It's a technology that can speed up construction. We've also used um, we use A plus B bidding to speed up projects but even more than that we've done some slide-ins and slide-ins reduce the user cost of traffic where we build the bridge adjacent to the existing bridge, remove the existing bridge and slide the new bridge in. So really innovative way, and those are things that we have to do. We have to continue to look at not just um, how do we extend the life of our bridges, design life, but how do we give the traveling public which we look at user cost. And how long are they delayed, or what can we do to speed up what we're doing, and uh, what can we do to provide the best product for those folks?
1: And that's always something we're looking at. Always. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much, Brian Taylor, our uh, Department of Transportation Chief Engineer. I appreciate you talking about bridges today.
0: Thank you. Mm -hmm.
1: Thank you for listening to this edition of Navigate Oklahoma. Until next time, drive safely and please buckle that seatbelt.
0: Thank you for listening to Navigate Oklahoma. Next week, the Oklahoma Transportation Cabinet will offer another podcast highlighting transportation points of interest. Until then, please drive carefully and always buckle up.